0: Madame et Monsieur, écoutez bien. Welcome to Fashion Mode with Charles MacDonald, brought to you in association with Force Magazine on World Radio Paris. Bonjour, and welcome to Fashion Mode. This is a primetime fashion Show for World Radio Paris and World Radio Monaco, brought to you in association with Force Magazine. I'm Charles Daniel MacDonald and I'll be hosting the show exclusively for the WRP Network. In today's show, I'm going to be critiquing the most recent menswear collections for Spring Summers 2022 shows from Paris and Milan, which are once again mostly digital in response to the ongoing health restrictions. Paris, Men's Collections, Spring Summer 2022 Right now, ateliers up and down the capital are in the throes of a last-minute fashion flurry. Ribbons of fabric and thread falling about as designers look on disapprovingly, sucking the ember out of a cigarette in one hand and massaging their temples on another. Oh wait, well, if that's not the plot of Cruella, then sorry. It's more like that Paris's IT teams are just trying to get their brand's presentations to upload. And with that in mind... Here's our roundup of everything you need to see from last week's shows. Landon. Where were all saints of never ever fame in France? Well, between a house party of euphoric models and the catharsis of a closing thunderstorm, Landon's Spring Summer 2022 presentation was like a final scene of the 2000s coming of age film, soundtracked by the British band seminal Pure Shores. Much like last season, which was an ode to Gwen Stefani's rich girl, Lanvin was huffing on the sweet smell of nostalgia, and this time around as well. And there was, of course, reflected in the clothes, a naughty hodgepodge of silky butterfly print swips, Hawaiian shirts, and second-body bodysuits and buckle miniskirts. Wales Bonner, dubbed Volta Vaz, Wales Bonner's 2022 collection is indebted to the West African tradition of studio portraiture, in particular the work of Sorry during the 70s, whose subjects were often depicted mid-rivalry. While music pounded in the background, there's such a sense of jubilation to Bonner's clothing, meaning the designer's trademark minimalism comes in a little looser. Tailored pieces like cargo pants and wide suit trousers have been cut with slightly more generous proportions, while poplins hang feather-like on the body. Bonner's usual commitment to craft comes through as well, across weather jackets, which have been hand-embroidered, and a host of textiles, which have been hand-woven by in-house artisans. J.W. Anderson Well, in a Georgian taylor lookbook, J.W. Anderson revealed its men's spring and women's resort collections last week arriving on editors' doorsteps in musty, old-school-style frames, it was clear that Anderson has spent the last few months plundering his past for all those familiar, but not necessarily Guam elements, of regular British suburban upbringings. There were garish windbreakers, fuzzy, swamping knits, and plenty of oversized hoodies, most of which had been emblazoned with giant strawberries. These pieces, which were inspired by Anderson's teenage K- TK Mike's wardrobe, were almost always styled with knee-length socks, sliders, and George Shisham shorts. These spoke about the sexual awkwardness of adolescence and our collective re-emergence post-pandemic. With Rick Owens, in what will be the fourth and final Venice Era show, he took us back to the Italian beachfront where he was seeing out the pandemic, though this time round it felt different, so much breezer and less apocalyptic partly because the midday sun was rippling about the surface of the sea and partly because the clothes felt considerably softer. Creamy fabrics were left undyed while layers of mesh it knitwear and raw-hemmed canvas jackets pulled at the ankle like pagan robes. Even Owen's stacked boots had been taken down to calf length size this season and it felt slow and ceremonious, wary of all destructive greed and excess which a post-pandemic return to fashion could so easily herald. Despite huddling together in the pouring rain and some lovely plastic ponchos, the excitement within the audience at Hermes in person return to Fashion Week could not have been dulled. It would have been very many people's first IRL fashion show in over a year. And accordingly, Veronique Nishian put forward an unwaveringly inspiring collection. Featuring sunflower knits, Technicolor cardigans and looser technical cut trousers, this spoke about a sense of lightness and ease. Although this was Hermes where luxury reigned supreme, the 2022 collection wasn't as opulent as it was increasingly charming. The designer provided practical solutions to many of the pieces like a minty green crocodile blousen, zipper jacket and parka, which just happened to be reversible. GMBH. So what does it mean to dress white? Well, having confronted their own heritage for the past number of seasons, Serhat Ishik and Benjamin Harsby began to unpick the aesthetic tropes of whiteness this season. Subtle parodying the upper classes in all their horsey riding boots and cutesy ski wear. And for the 2022 collection, the designer have chosen to take this even further, reappropriating white culture with a tongue-in-cheek safari dubbed White Noise. Think white jeans and jodhpars waspy pastel knitwear and sweaters flung over shoulders like an off-duty polo player. There's a camp almost performative quality all to the satire, as though it was a drag category, country coaprionis. With Loewe, many designers, including Louis Vuitton Burberry, have plumped to the hedonism of the rave scene for inspiration this season. And as presented in a David Sims-Wen's lookbook, Loewe looked to Joy the Night of Life, and the joy of co-op culture putting forward saturated weird knits sequence sequins vests and vivid mohair sweaters the Weibo square motif has been blasted across trench coats in neon green while its craftwork heritage counters the wild expressionism of the dance floor in a vibrant rope trousers basket bags which are festined in tisco tiles. it's something I want to see in a club said Jonathan Anderson the brand's 2022 video With Y-Project double-fronted jeans, adjustable organza mini-dresses, multi-hole halter neck dresses are needless to say these pieces are as fiendish as to describe as they are to look on, as they are to wear This season it was no different though, and that's just the point While Gwen Martins pushes us to experiment with clothing embracing convoluted, slightly inhospitable natures and as such braided knits tangle at the neck, so not to where the wearer can poke their head through various points. The show also debuted the label's collaboration with Fila, with Martins feeding the label's archive through his madcap machinery. Popper-fronted tracksuits unbutton into flag-like panels, while grey jodhpurs unzip at the side to reveal with the collaboration's unbranding. 1017 alyx 95 M. Well, situated in the eerie volcanic island of Stromboli, Matthew Williams unveiled his 2022 collection in a film directed by Jordan Hemingway. Models stomped across black sand and seafoam, lapping at their metallic clogs and stiletto mules. While dressed in swinky, glass-beaded mini-dresses, lycra two-pieces and industrial outwear. The designer spoke of negotiating the need for comfort with the desire to dress up, and an ongoing back-and-forward articulated in the Bland's mono-slide slippers, which had evolved into multiple amphibian sneakers and sandals. Despite Joe Sanders' reputation for uniform minimalism, the Weibo's husband and wife design duo, Luke and Lucy Meyer, injected a heavy dose of personality this season. Fluffy, hair-like bandanas were tied at the neck in an assortment of tropical colourways, and vests had been embroidered with brash supermarket slogans. While glitzy, dangly brooches hung from the kind of sharp, sober trench coats and seamless knitwear, we've come to define the brand. It was, as the designers explained, a rejection of all the homogeneity of contemporary style, particularly the hype beast, championing, character dressing and individuality. Casablanca here. And there was a period of about six months during the pandemic where you could not scroll without being confronted by the peachy glow of an ultra mirror. Though it found a natural home on instant areas in news feeds of 2020, the piece, which was designed by Oteri Sotas, originated from the Milano-Memphis movement in the 80s. And this is exactly where Sharaf Tajir turned his attention for spring-summer. As a result, thick retro lines ripple across silky tailoring Vibrant ombre prints to send over crocheted polo tops and candy-coloured toy part accessories speak to the designer's affiliation with and longing for Japan. Over at Paco Rabanne, it's really about the joy of just lying in the sun, said Julian Dosena of his exuberant 22 collection set on the rooftop of a concert hall in Monaco. The primal feeling of sun on the skin of Feet in the Sea and sure enough, heat glints off the chainmail bikinis and scarf set halter necks which had been adorned with strobic sequences from maximum sun worship. Total head to toe prints emerge like optical illusions from baking midday light with lashings of drapes, tassels, and provocative cuts, which all seemed to counter the bohemian headscarfs and pattern heavy referencing of seventies jet setters. Taking the collection from nostalgic pool sides to Newsfeeds tagged from Toulon, Ibiza, or on an island somewhere, as Docena imagines. Milan Spring Summer 2022 men's show season took place at the weekend and from where we were sitting, on front of a laptop on the sofa if you're wondering, the whole affair worked a little more than the fashion weeks we knew and loved in the TTBC, the time before Covid. Although many designers including Prada and Fendi and Emeni Dozegna, Zegna chose once again to mount digital films to showcase their collections, there were a handful of brave hands, Dolce & Gabbana, Etro and Giorgio Armani, which decided to mount IRL shows with IRL audiences. The course two were rudely inbound with a sense of freedom and fun not seen for a good few seasons in Italy's fashion capital. Indeed, it felt as though many of the designers had showed across the weekend and had managed to shrug off the info forced on them by the pandemic and consequent lockdowns. Snazzy so dress suits were back on the agenda, and as were sequins, and there were metallic lamy trousers and silky shirts with stupidly short shorts. There were also shirts and ties and shoes not made from rubber. The clothes were bold and energetic, made for a life beyond the living room and they were extra appealing for it. Weeding the octane-soaked surge was naturally Dolce & Gabbana. Titled DG Light Therapy, the brand's collection was inspired by strings of fairy lights strung between buildings in the holiday towns of southern Italy. It was a specific point of influence that translated into densely bejeweled sweaters, jackets, blazers and bucket caps which looked like pieces of armour Liberace might have worn had he ever gone to war. Unapologetic and bold, it was also a return to form for Domenico and Stefano who made their names since founding their brand in 1985 by creating sexed up party wear with a strong Italian accent aka clothes terribly suited to indeterminate flatness of multiple lockdowns. Over at Etro, the creative director of Menswear, Keen Etro showed a collection that looked as though it had been designed with an entire season of parting in Ibiza in mind. Although the Etro family is known best for issues of low-key Paisley patterns and tertiary hues, the brand's collection this time was filled to fizzling with refreshers-hued lammy trousers in dusty pink, teal and sage, which were worn with navel-exposing silk shirts in matching tones and boho beads. At Emenigal Zegna, Alessandro Sartori, the long-serving creative designer of the family-owned tailoring house, was a little more circumspect with his fantasy and flair. The designer chose to focus much of his efforts on ultra-soft tailored separates, which looked as ready to wear for the weekend as they did for coming home from work, which in fairness are bound to remain a feature for some time to come. There were moments of joy to be found within, however. A candy-pink deconstructed suit near the start of the show felt perfect for all the big summer weddings to set place over the course of the next few months, as did the aquamarine coordinate top for a lovely beach wedding and perhaps more. Elsewhere, oversized camp cotton shirts of brilliant white and loosely knitted polo shirts in carnation pink were stitched through the youthful threads not commonly found in Sartori's sewing kit. At Biorne, Norbert Stonefall, the company's much celebrated Austrian born executive design director, stuck firmly to rigorous tearing codes of the Roman house. And although cuts were roomy, trousers pleated and fabrics fluid, the suits, coats and jackets on show were as far away from possible as the Trixie hybrid two-pieces and separates currently not being peddled at so many other tailored brands right now. The star of the show was a painstakingly woven metallic jacquard tuxedo jacket, while the designer teamed with a perfect pair of black satin dress trousers and some spiffy patent weather slippers. There weren't any traditional shirts and bow ties on show, but that didn't matter because who needs fussy accoutrements when you've got a jacket cut like that? There were plenty of other traditional sartorial touchstones to be worked on as well, especially at Bruno Cucinelli. The past few years have proven a boom movement for the grandmaster of all things soft-shouldered and slouchy, whose comfort-based aesthetic has fallen perfectly in step with the casualisation of the wardrobes at the hands of Covid. It's interesting then that there were several traditional suits cut from classic fabrics, such as windowpane wool and charcoal flannel teamed with shirts and ties in the new collection. I'm sure the cashmere track pants and comfort focused gilets the maestro is best known for were present and correct, but this is a collection that put in the spotlight tailoring in a considerably brighter way than has been served up before. Acid Pops of colour were the order of the day at Milan's most storied tailored house. Canali has undergone something of a transformation in recent years, shifting its output into three key wines, the more sartorially focused exclusive, the sportier black collection and the lower key Canale 1934 line. Pieces from the latter collection were shown at the weekend and inspired by the sun-drenched vibes of 90s Italy which translated into bright floral bowling shirts in bonbon hues, souped up takes on western jackets and caramel hues, and vibrant fluorescent fuchsia shirts, providing ample proof that tailoring can, in fact, be fun. The somewhat specific shade of pink was carried through the SS 2022 offering from the godfather of Milanese fashion, Giorgio Armani, who rounded off Milan Fashion Week on Monday evening in addition to the swathes of syrupy silk tailoring shown in Mr. A's favoured shades of soft midnight and greyish, plus an array of jazzy geometric waistcoats, which so often form the backbone of the designer's seasonal collections. Armani also showed a perfectly holiday-ready weird silk band collared shirts in hues of electric blue, teal and the aforementioned of fluorescent fuchsia. The wide legged silk Bermudas with drawstring waistwear in combination with the shirts, which look the perfect way to tackle post parkdown down waistline expansions as the weather warms up, which is indeed helpful. Likewise, at Todd's, the footwear specialist owned by Milanese fashion deity Diego de la Valle, bold and colourful and useful shapes, played a considerably more prominent role than in the previous seasons overseen by somewhat nascent creative director Walter Schiapponi, who joined Todd's following stints at Bottega Veneta and Gucci some two years ago. The collection was a fun-filled pain to the easy-wearing mainstays of the childhood, including primary-hued trainers, knitted rugby shirts with bold horizontal stripes and bright cobalt bumper jackets. For Todd's purists, however, all the brand's buttery soft cornerstones were present and correct, including weather trimmed skirts, Oversized Napa and canvas tote bags and oodles of driving shoes, better known in Le Marché region of Italy, where they're known as Gomini, both jazzily fringed and otherwise. The real fun, however, could be at the fashioniest brands, which were shown during Milan's menswear weekend. At Fendi, creative director Silvia Venturi Fendi showed brilliantly silly cropped suits, shirts and ties combos, and sherbert hues, alongside shorts cut with boomers, tunic shirts designed to be worn with dresses and a particular tactile wheel T-shirt that had Glastonbury Sunrise written all over it. Elsewhere marshmallow pink sandals and teeny weeny cargo shirts had a playful appeal, not as they did to fashion's current obsession with all things squidgy and tactile, a shift for which Daniel Wee's work at Bonega Veneta is thanks to in part. It was a mood-mirrored at Prada where Mucia and Ralph Simons' second joint effort felt a little less academically rigid than the first. With minuscule jorts, squared-off sandals, summery romper suits and bucket hats furnished with built-in sunglasses, painting a poppy picture. It helped, of course, that Prada chose to show the collection as a film shot on a pristine beach in Sardinia. All was your skies, bleached sands and glassy seas. It's exactly where we want to be right now, in fact wearing all of the party ready crows from this Italian show, Negroni in hand and tanning up to ten. Although, we'll probably save those bejewelled Dolce & Gabbana sweatshirts for much later in the evening. I hope you can join me for the next Fashion Mode show where I will be continuing on with my runway critiques for the most recent Paris Couture Fashion Week for Autumn Winter 2021. With more details and features to follow you can catch up with all the fashion news on forcmagazine.com and at Force Magazine on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. You can also keep up to date with the latest shows directly from Mixcloud, Podbean and our official profiles on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play and Deezer under Force Magazine. Until the next time, keep your fashion mode on.